Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, praise team. Thank you, choir. Thank all of you for taking part in our worship this morning. If you brought your Bibles, please turn to Psalm, the book of Psalms. We'll look at Psalm 63, <clears throat> verses 1 through 8. Psalm 63, verses 1 through 8. I want to share with you a message that I've entitled this morning, My New Level of Commitment to Christ in 2022. My New Level of Commitment to Christ in 2022. You know, this is, uh, this is the third week, third Sunday in January, the first time I've got to preach this year. And so I'm looking look forward to it. And so I appreciate again uh, Brother Gene filling in the last two weeks for me. But i like for us to, I believe God has a message in Psalm 63, verses 1 through 8, as we think about, and I don't know if you thought about it, you may have just glanced over the idea about your relationship with the Lord this past year and this coming year, <clears throat> but I want us to look at our commitments that uh, we need to make, perhaps, uh, in 2022. Psalm 63, verses 1 through 8. If you would stand in reverence of reading God's inspired, infallible, inerrant word, verse 1. O oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water. So I have to look for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I'll lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with Mara and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I'll rejoice. My soul follows close behind you, your right hand upholds me. Father, thank you for your word. We pray this morning, Father, you'll speak to our hearts through this message. Help us to remember, Lord, to take what we hear today, apply it to our heart, apply it to our mind. Father, be glorified in our lives, and we make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. The message this morning, my new level of commitment in Christ in 2022. Let me just begin by saying on a scale from 1 to 10, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how would you rate your level of commitment to Christ and some of these major Christian disciplines? I've jotted down a few, very common. So when I call out a discipline, you just mentally rate yourself 1 to 10. How do I, how do I rate myself from 1 to 10? 10 being the highest in this this particular Christian discipline. First of all, what's my level of commitment in attending a small Bible study group? Sunday school class, perhaps. What's my level of commitment there? One to ten, ten being the highest. How committed I am being enrolled in a, in a, Bible, in a small Bible study group class. Number two, how's my level of commitment in attending corporate worship? Now, you're here this morning, and, and that's good. That's great. I'm glad we all can come. And so some could not come because of, uh, because of their health and other reasons, but you're here. 
But what, if you look over your year, last year and this year, how, how faithful was I? What was my level of commitment? Could I have been more faithful in attending worship services? So from 1 to 10, what would be my level of commitment to corporate worship? Keeping in mind the commandment of Hebrews 10, verse 25, that we need to be very careful not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some, even so as we see much more as we see the day approaching. The day of Christ coming back. What's my level of commitment from 1 to 10 on giving my tithe to the Lord? As referred in the commandment of Malachi 3.10. How am I obeying that commitment and giving my tithe to the Lord? Number four, my personal devotional time and my commitment to God's word in, in uh, 2 Timothy 2.15 to study to show myself approved and workmen need not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. What's my level of commitment in having a devotional time from 1 to 10? Do, can I do better? Do I need to make a new commitment in this year to do better in my devotional time? What about using my spiritual gifts? Am I using my spiritual gifts? You know, as a believer, you have at least one spiritual gift, perhaps more than one spiritual gift, and the reason that you've been given a spiritual gift is that the church might function, might edify, might be built up because of the special gift that God's given you to serve the body of Christ. Are you using that spiritual gift in the past year, in the present, coming year? How can I better use my spiritual gift or my gift? You may say, well, Sammy, I don't know what my gift is. Well, this will be a good year to find out what your gifts are and then put them to use. Are you willing to make that commitment today? I'm going to find out what my spiritual gifts are, and I'm going to put them to use this coming year. What about sharing the gospel with others, as commanded Matthew 28, 18 through 20? When's the last time I shared the gospel? Do I know how to share the gospel? Maybe this year I'm going to commit myself in learning how to just simply share the gospel with a good friend or a neighbor or someone in my family that needs to know Jesus. Have you made that commitment this coming year? I mean, we're just still fresh in this year, 16 days into this year. I mean, it's still a good time to make resolutions, to make commitments to the Lord. So my prayer as a pastor of Mountain View Baptist Church is that we'll commit ourselves as individuals, as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, to excel in the highest or to the highest level of commitment to these Christian disciplines in 2022. Would you make that commitment today? I believe I can improve, Lord. As I looked at mine from scale 1 to 10, here's the ones I believe I can improve. And so today, without another day gone, I'm going to make a commitment to excel in this spiritual discipline that I've been lagging in. Now, if we're going to be the church that God wants us to be, if we're going to be the church, the fellowship of believers that God has, has rebuilt here after a tornado, 2011, if we're going to be the church that he's rebuilt to be what he wants us to be, we have to be willing to commit ourselves to excel in small group Bible study, worship, tithing, devotional time, serving with our spiritual gifts, and witnessing and telling others about Jesus. We're just not flea-floating out here waiting for him to come back without anything to do. But we have to pause and have a checkup every now and then, preacher included, where do I need to improve in this coming year? So we have to sense the urgency of the hour. It's an urgent time. 
I believe uh, Ryan was praying a few minutes ago. You know, we can expect the Lord to return in any minute. There's nothing, there's nothing to be fulfilled before the Lord comes back for His church. I mean, it could happen any moment. For that rapture, for the snatching away, the calling away of the body of Christ. And so there's an urgency. We don't have much time. We don't have much time. We don't have much time left before the Lord returns for His church. So the point is, we have a lot of work to do, and we have a short time to do it in. And so we need to get serious preacher included, about what God wants us to do while we're on planet Earth. Now, I don't want to be a failure uh, to our Lord. I don't, want to, I don't want to, for the Lord to say or to have any thought whatsoever, you have failed in what I've left you to do on planet Earth. I don't want to be that type of person as a believer in Christ. I don't want to be a failure. You know, Paul had a fear of being placed on the shelf. He didn't want to be put on the shelf. And he, he wanted to always serve the Lord. He had this fear of being put on the shelf, not being able to serve the Lord. I don't want the Lord to look at us as Mountain View Baptist Church, probably as he did Ephesus in, in Revelation chapter 3, who had, who had left their first love. I don't want the Lord to look at Mountain View Baptist Church as he did a Pergamus, who held to false doctrine, and who was a compromising church. I don't want him to look at us as Mountain View Baptist Church as he did Sardis, who had a name that was alive, but was dead. Everybody thought they was alive and doing good, but really God knew they were dead. I don't want God to look at Mountain View Baptist Church as he did Thyatira and see us as a corrupt church. I don't want us to look at us like he did Laodicea, where the preacher and the people were lukewarm, and how they felt about the things of God and of God. But I'd like for him to see us as he did Philadelphia in Revelation chapter 3, verses 8. Listen at verse 8. He says to the church at Philadelphia, I know your works, see, I've set before you an open door, no one can shut it, for you have a little strength, but you've kept my word and you've not denied my name. Down in verse 10, because you have kept my command to persevere, I'll also keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole earth to test those who dwell upon the earth. I want him to think of Mountain View Baptist Church as he did of Philadelphia. God says to us today, as he said to the churches there in Revelation 3, there in verse 19, as many as I love and rebuke and chasten, be zealous, be zealous. You know what zealous means? Be active. Be zealous. Be, be excited. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. So let's evaluate what we were, and let's recommit ourselves today before we go any deeper in 2022 to, to those Christian disciplines that we've talked about. God, help us to repent and renew our commitment to you this morning. That should be our prayer. Now, don't worry about the guy next to you, the person next to you. Look at yourself. God, what do you want me to do this morning? Help me to repent and renew my commitment to it. I don't care what anyone else does. This is between me and you, God. And you've convicted me, so I want you to help me this morning. Convict me to renew my commitment to you this morning. Now, let me uh, ask you a personal question. 
Do you honestly want to move forward to a higher level of commitment in 2022 in your spiritual life? Do you really want to do that? You want to do that? Now, a lot of people do. A lot of people, and I've thought about it, and you may have never thought about it today. But do you want to move forward? Do you really want to? You say, yes, Brother Sam, I want to do better this coming year than I did this past year. Well, if that's your case, and that's your desire, let me ask you another question. Are you willing to go after that commitment? Are you willing to go after that commitment? You know, last week we watched national championship game, uh, football national championship game. And uh, those teams wanted that championship. And both of, them, both of them strove hard. They went at it hard. To, to claim that title as national football champions. State championships are important. National championships are important. State championships, uh, they're important. Those who are involved in athletics. For, for those who will go after them. Uh, spiritual decisions are important. Commitments are important. For those who are willing to go after them. You want to have a better devotional time? You just can't say that. You've got to go after that. You want to witness to one person a week, one person a month? You can't just say that. You've got to go after that. You want to do more for the Lord this year than you did last year, the year before? You can't just say that. You've got to go after that. And so we have all these pursuits in life. Perhaps, you're, perhaps a new job. Or perhaps you're pursuing maybe a new house or uh, a new relationship. Maybe you're wanting a different car. Maybe you want, uh, uh, you're trying to get money saved up for college. Maybe you're going after a scholarship. Maybe you're studying for these uh, different college entrances tests. You might be studying for those. The point is, you're going to do whatever you need to do to achieve what you really desire. So do you really desire to reach a higher level for Christ this year than you have in the past. Now, you have these worldly efforts that you desire, and you'll give those your very best. I mean, you'll devise a plan, you'll talk about it, you'll focus all your energy toward it, and you'll think about those things day and night, and you'll stick with this plan until you achieve what you want to achieve. But listen to me, what would happen if you put forth the same energy, what would happen if I put forth the same energy in my commitment to go after God as I do worldly pursuits? You think we would attain those? Those godly pursuits? Sure we would. Sure we would. Just think, how would your, <clears throat> how would your prayer life change? if your spiritual commitment to the Lord increased? How would your family change? How would your priorities change? How would your time change? How would your spending habits change? Your social life, your church attendance, burden for lost people. How many people would you see come to know Christ? How would your Bible study, your worship, your spiritual gift, your talents, how will all of that change for the good if you went after those commitments? What would happen in your life if you put forth the same energy and your commitment to God as you do your commitment to those worldly things you'd enjoy to have? Now here's the question. 
How can I raise my level of commitment in Christ in 2022? What do I need to do, Brother Sammy? Now, I've said in my heart, not in my mind, but in what you need to do is make a decision in your heart, not a decision in your mind. You can change your mind from time to time. But your heart is, God's not looking at your mind. He's looking at your heart. So what is it that I can do? How can I raise my level of commitment in Christ in 2022? Three things real quick. Number one, jot these down. There's an outline for you. First of all, if you're going to make that commitment and you're going to reach that, that goal for Christ, you're going to have to identify your reference point. Now, what do you mean by that? You've got to know where you are now. You got to know where you are now. You have to identify your reference point now in regards to your relationship in those spiritual disciplines, those Christian disciplines. Where are you now? The point is, before you move to a new level of commitment, you must know where you are now. Where are you in attending small group Bible studies? One to ten. Where are you now? Where are you attending worship? You say, well, I'm here today, Brother Sam. Well, that's good. I go back and I, and I just look over our, our worship attendance. We have some people that come the first Sunday and the fourth Sunday. They don't come second and third Sunday. I don't, I've never understood that. Some just come first Sunday. But where are you now in regards to your worship attendance? Where are you now in your personal devotional time? Reading your Bible, having your prayer time in the morning. Where are you now? Where are you in your tithing? Giving your 10% to the Lord. Where are you now? Where are you now in using your spiritual gifts? Where are you now in sharing the gospel? So here's the point. Is God satisfied with your level of commitment in your Christian disciplines now? You've got to know where you are now. Realize where you are now. Now, if you'll notice the subscription in Psalm, uh, Psalm 63, right under Psalm 63, it says in, my, in the Bible, I'm reading from, a Psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. Does yours say that? A little subscription? Yeah, that's a subscription. And so, a Psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. So David knew that he was in a desert place. He knew it. Verse 1, he was in a dry and thirsty land. God, you're my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where there's no water. He knew where he was spiritually. He knew where he was. The point is, to be serious about your commitment, you have to know where you are now in order to reach that Christian discipline that you're falling short in. you got to know where you are right now in order to raise that discipline, wherever that level is that you're not satisfied with. So listen, until you realize where you are now, you will not step forward in a renewed commitment today. Do you see how bad you are right now in any level of commitment? Until you do, you're not going to step forward in a new commitment. Because you don't see the place that you're in. David wasn't fooled. 
He wasn't troubled by some mirage, spiritual mirage. A mirage is something that's, that's not there. A mirage is something that's not true. I was watching Wagon Train. I like Wagon Train. I have saw all the episodes, I don't know, I guess hundreds of times. And there's one wagon trying to catch up with that wagon train last week. And they were going to have to cross this desert. And it was, they could make it, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. And all of a sudden, the, one of the leaders, one of the leaders uh, on that wagon, this one wagon is about eight people, and they were, this, this one leader started seeing water ahead, water ahead, you know. There's no water ahead. But he saw water ahead. And he told, told his wife to wait on him. And he was going after a bucket of water and he'd be back. And the others tried to encourage, there's no water, there's no water. Oh yeah, he's going to get some water. He saw some water ahead, you know. He's going to get the water. Now listen to me. There's some of you here this morning, perhaps viewing some other means, who are in a desert place spiritually and you're not even aware about it. You're not even, you don't even know it. You think, everything's, you think everything's great in your life. You haven't taken time to evaluate and just see what shape you are spiritually. And you've got this mirage that everything's good, everything's going great, when things are really not going great. It's like you're living a life of mirages. You believe things about yourself. You believe things about your family that really aren't true spiritually. You're just like those in the church at Laodicea. Listen to what God said to them in Revelation chapter 3, verse 17. <clears throat> Revelation 3, verse 17. Let me turn over a page. He said this. Because you say I'm rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you're wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. They thought everything was hunky-dory. They thought everything was just right. They just didn't know what shape they were in spiritually. And a lot of people are that way today. They think everything is going good between them and the Lord when really their spiritual life is really in a mess. So pray this morning that the Holy Spirit will remind you just how dry and how weary your spiritual life is. And then make a commitment to raise that level today. So to renew your commitment in 2022, identify your reference point. You must know where you are now. Number two, jot this down real quick. Realize your resource. Realize your resource. You got your reference point. I know where I am. Now what's my resource? David's resource. He identified with that. What was it? Who was it? It was God. Verse one. Verse one, God is my help and he's here. You see, there's two things that David said about God. David knows that God's there. Even in the spiritual wilderness, David knew that God was with him. And God's with us. Even in our spiritual, even in our spiritual wilderness. Uh, Psalm 139, jot this psalm down. 139, 7, uh, 7 through 10. Listen to this. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I send to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell... Behold, you're there. If I take the wings of the morning, dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. David knew that God was with him. 
He knew that God was with him, and then David knows that God is his God. Psalm 63, verse 1. Oh God, you are my God. Not only is God with me, but he's my God. He's my God. So David acknowledges that God is his only hope, and God is his resource. And the only way out of your spiritual wilderness or any mess that you need God's help is God and Him alone. Psalm 18, jot this verse down. Psalm 18, verse 6. In my distress, I call upon the Lord, and I cried out to my God. I, he heard my voice from His temple, and my cry came before, his, came before Him, even to His ears. And so David knew that God was with him, and not only that, but He was His God. So to come out of our spiritual wilderness... That dry and thirsty place is going to take a deliberate act of repentance. Repentance. We're not talking about just a, a quick, we're not talking about just a, a quick visit to the altar or just a casual visit during an invitation. We're talking something serious. We're talking about repenting, turning from the way we're going now, because we're not, the way we're going now is not getting it, but turning in a new direction and the way that God would have us to go. We're not talking about just a, a casual visit during an invitation time, but a visit by a person who is brokenhearted, who has a contrite spirit, someone who is honest with himself and herself about their spiritual relationship with the Lord and willing to come and make a commitment and ask God to help them in their wilderness experience. So therefore, to raise your level of commitment in Christ in 2022, you've got to know where you are. You've got to realize your resource. God's my help. And then I'm going to close with this real quick. There must be a personal resolve, a personal resolution. You know, we make those New Year resolutions. There's no problem. There's nothing wrong in making New Year's resolutions. There's nothing wrong in doing that. But when we're talking about the spiritual things, it comes a time where you have to set your heart to do it. Not your mind, but your heart. That's very important, to set your heart to do it. You say, well, I'm going to do what I have to do to honor my commitment to God in 2022. Now, you may be the only one in your family that will do that. You can have a family conference and the rest of them say, well, I don't think I need to do that or I don't think we need to do that. But we're talking about personal decisions now between you and God, whether it's a, a spouse, a husband, the wife, the children, whomever it might be. We're talking about personal decisions. They have to be a personal resolution to set your heart to do it, not just your mind, but your heart. Say, I'm going to do what I have to do to honor my commitment to God in 2022. Now, when, when we close our sermon, or this sermon, it's going to bring about some different responses from people. And there's probably three major responses. Some are going to feel, number one, well, I, I don't need to get all worked up about this. Um, I don't need to rock the boat. Things are going pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty satisfied. I'm, I'm a five on all these levels. I mean, I'm average, I guess. I'm, 
I'm in the middle. I'm a five. I may be a six on one, a five. That's pretty good. I don't need to rock the boat. Some may, some may think, well, it sounds good, but I really don't need to get that involved in church right now. Summer's coming. There's a lot that we got planned to do. We're going to be planning some things. We got travel ball. We got camping and hunting and fishing. And we've already made plans to be out of town for a long time. And I even, <coughs> I even had one person to tell me uh, they don't attend this church, thank the Lord, but uh, they take summers off from church. So somebody, some are going to look at it that way. Summer's coming, and I just, uh, sounds good, but I just can't get that involved right now. But then there's some here this morning, or maybe viewing in other means, by other means. You said, Brother Sammy, you're right. God's raised us up out of nothing to make a difference in this community. And uh, I tell you what, after I've evaluated my life and my commitments, God can count me in. He can count me in. This is, what I, this is what I need to do, Brother Sammy, to get out of my spiritual wilderness. That's <clears throat> what I need to do. And so now, this part of the service is when you make that decision. It's when you make the decision. You're going to go on. It's 16 days in the new year. You're going to go on and not make any difference. You're going to lose a half a year and wait and try to make up your mind. After you know, God's not trying to hide his will from you. He pretty well puts it out there. The, the waiting comes, and not God showing you his will. The waiting comes when you agree to do his will or not. That's what takes so long. So which group are you in this morning? I like it like it is group. I'm too busy right now to get more involved group. Or you can count me in, God. I know where I am. I know my levels from 1 to 10 in small groups and worship and tithing, devotional time, spiritual gifts and sharing the gospel. I know exactly where I'm at. I'm in a wilderness and I'm making a commitment today. A higher commitment, higher level. And with your help, I'll know I'll be able to reach it. I'm committing to excel for Christ in 2022. Count me in. Count me in. Father, thank you for an opportunity we've had to, to share this morning. Thank you for being with me as I talked and keeping the cough down. And speak to our hearts, Lord. We've got our minds made up. You need to get to our hearts. And so I pray that you'll change our hearts, change our minds to reflect our heart, Lord. And as invitations given, um, as people fall in these categories, I pray your Holy Spirit convicts them, Lord, in what this year should mean to them and a commitment to excel in you. And, Lord, that they'll put you first in everything. That's decision time now. And so uh, it's between you and them, your Holy Spirit. Move us, I pray. Lord, I look forward to this year. It's going to be a great year. This could be the year, Lord, that you come back. It could be the year that all of a sudden you call your church home. You rapture your people. You call your believers, those who put their faith and trust in you. This could be the year. And so as we look at this old world and how shaky it is, 
We know the time is right, Lord, where you could call us home. So help us, we pray, to be more energized than ever this year in serving you. And we make this prayer in Jesus' name.